getting a call from Pablo Aguirre. Mm-hmm. And he says, yeah, I, there's this group and they're looking for background vocalists. Now, I've gotten a call before to come do stuff with them. So I thought, okay, well, what is it? And that's what I said. And he says, it's Camila. <laughs> oh, your, your, your jaw dropped on the floor. <laughs> Let me pick it up real quick. I was, uh, man, I, I, told, I said to him, I said, Pablo, I said it five times. This, this, is, this, this is not funny. If this is a joke. <laughs> this is not a funny joke. Please don't play with me. Yeah, no I said kidding. it five times. everyone and welcome to Living in the Limelight. I'm your host Jay Huller. As a quick reminder, please follow us on Instagram at Living in the Limelight Show and check out our website at livinginthelimelight.com. And of course, you can find our podcast through all the major streaming services including Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Each week we feature a conversation with a different artist where we delve into what makes them tick and sometimes we get pro tips on pursuing a career as an artist. If you're a performer who would like to be considered for our show, check out the questionnaire at livinginthelimelight.com. And thanks, of course, so much for listening. Ian Holmes is a vocal powerhouse. He's a true artist with a heart of gold. Some highlights to mention include American Idol contestant, a feature on the Lord's Prayer Project in 2007, which reached the top 50 on Billboard, and he's open for Collective Soul, Dion Warwick, Taylor Hicks, and more. Recently, Ian has played a fundamental role in stage vocals for the multi-Latin Grammy-winning group Camila, playing to audiences in the tens of thousands. He's also a vocal coach and an entrepreneur, but besides all the glitz and fame, is a singer who wants to share his gift with you. By the way, what you just heard was the premiere of a snippet of his new song, Everything About You, which is a very appropriate release for Valentine's Day, as it is dedicated to his wife, Perla. Tune in at the end of the show for the whole song. Let's welcome Ian Holmes to Living in the Limelight. Is this Ian? Hi. Yes, this is Ian. Fantastic. (laughs) It is so great to talk to you, and this is going to be such a special podcast release because it is Valentine's Day. And um, yeah, and uh, just a minute ago, what the audience heard was a snippet from a new song. Do you want to go ahead and talk about that one, and we'll go back and talk about some other things? But talk about your your new drop today. Absolutely, yeah. The new drop today is "Everything About You." It's my new song. Um, technically, it's a new song for the rest of the world, but I wrote it in 2018 for my wife to be, who didn't know that I was in love with her. <laughs> <laughs> so crazy but uh i was just my brain was going crazy i had come back home from california because i was living there for a little bit to visit and i saw that oh my gosh some guy is like interested in her and i might lose her and i was about to slip out and through the process there were several songs that i had written during that time and um this was one of them and i posted it on my instagram page hoping she'd hear it and see it trying to put the heart feelers out there uh-huh. <laughs> without her knowing. It's so funny. 
but I was also thinking, how in the world am I going to reach her because I'm in California? Uh, and what am I going to promise her? You know, I'm, I'm away. Right. She's not there. And she's on the East Coast. I'm on the West Coast. But I wrote that song and I started it and put, like I said, put it out there. And then, thank God, she <laughs> said yes when I finally did uh, get, did get a chance to talk with her. And I was courting her. And, um, and I remember I decided to wait to write the second verse. I actually had time to had a chance to spend some time with her and that's how the second verse came along well part of the second verse so yeah so it's really cool well so you've witnessed the, the, ma- day. the magic of music firsthand yeah <laughs> yeah yeah it was it's so beautiful and um I still write songs I do continue to write songs for her literally so it's beautiful and she's just a it's a beautiful testament of who she is. And um, yes, I love my wife and I absolutely adore her. I um, I just absolutely adore her. And so I really do, I'm really grateful that I have a place that I can write these songs from and that a place that I can actually present them for someone in this case who also appreciates me so and loves me too. (laughs) So that's really nice. Definitely two way street. (laughs) Yeah, no, I see your interactions on social media and and, and the feeling is mutual, I'm sure. (laughs) <laughs> yeah definitely that is so great and I, let me ask you this um, kind of an informal way um, do you when you're working on um, a song and is she a really good a sounding board for you like uh, let me try this out and you just acapella go for it with her or do you kind of wait and let it brew for a little bit and then <laughs> show it to her well, yeah, I, I use her as a soundboard, um, and also I do both. I do it all, actually. Mm-hmm. Any type of creating, like that, when I'm doing anything, sometimes I'll, I just want to surprise her, and she'll come home, and I'll have a song finished. Oh. Um, or sometimes I'll be working on it in a few days, and everyone's. And then there are a couple of songs that I'll ask her, you know, hey, what do you think about this? Also, when I want to translate certain songs into. Spanish mm-hmm. or a certain part of the song, mm-hmm. like I did with Jetem, I'll ask her some questions. And I have another song that has yet to be released um, called "Beside You." Well, that's what we call it right now. Uh-huh. And I wrote this. We wrote the second verse together because I told her I know what I want to say about you, but I'd like you to help me write it. <laughs> so that's been very sweet. So I, I do it all, and you know, I'll, I'll sing. I'm always singing, humming, doing something around the house, and yeah, that's how it goes. And uh, yeah, so I do. Yeah, we do it all. I do the acapella, throw it at her, you know, present that, you know, when it comes in and I have, you know, do some production around it, give that to her too. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. That's got to be such a cool experience for her. I know it is for you, but for her just to have um, something fresh, something brand new coming out, it's a, it's a germ of an idea, and just to have it like simmer for a little bit and think about. Um, <laughs> You know, we as fans, we get the final product, but uh, there's something enamoring in my view anyway of just getting the, like those first thoughts and, and the beginning of what it could become. So um, I'm a little envious of, of her position because <laughs> we, don't, we don't get that as fans, right? We get the, the final product and that's, that is so cool. It's such a, a great connection that you guys have. Well, let's go back to, um, to pre-Parala, <laughs> if you don't and mind. Yes. And, um, Absolutely. Yeah, I'd love to talk about your, your musical um, upbringings and, you know, just how music um, formed your, your your professional life. Kind of move us through as much as you want and, uh, and 
help us because this, what I love about this podcast, I think is those who listen to it are, are hungry and are th- mm-hmm. thirsty um, for just trying to, to get their products out there and to express like you, like you have. Um, and mm-hmm. there's a, that, yeah. That's a process, right? You got to kind of learn to, to find your way. And so maybe, yes, maybe hearing your story will help others. So I hope so. Yeah. I have a beautiful story. Um, you know, I mean, you know, like it's interesting. We all go through what we go through. Mm-hmm. And I, I remember something my mom said that, uh, that I've always kept with me throughout the times when she said it. She started saying when I was very young that, you know, people that do great things sometimes also go through great things. And sometimes those things can be very difficult. And there's, you know, the, the same thing happening on one side while something else is happening on another. But you always keep persevering and move forward. And growing up, she's constantly, our parents were constantly in communication with us about how we were, how we should behave and be. And sometimes, you know, how you would act at certain ages. And I, I, I'm so grateful for them, both my parents and them. And then I have two younger sisters. One's Carrie with a K, mm-hmm. K-A-R-I, and a Kimberly. And um, I remember being being young um being i'm the firstborn mm-hmm. and i remember uh, just a lot of things that my my mom and I, my dad would just like constantly they would be they were always around and i was there with they were there with us they were there for us and my mom started to show me music books these old canon books that had arpeggios and <laughs> all these different scales mm-hmm. at the age of two uh, a little bit before two, oh my and I just picked up on it, and the fingering and everything. Even though my hands were small, I, I just I picked up on it, and she saw that that something was there. Uh, uh, it's funny she tells me the stories of what she saw. I just remember doing it, right? Because <laughs> yeah. and I, I still remember that. I remember those books, and I remember going through those scales. It's so interesting. Uh, a lot of I remember a lot of things from when I was growing up, and. Yeah, so she had that. That was instilled in me. Um, she ne- they didn't ever force me to actually do it. I remember as I got older, I would run inside from playing outside and play a little bit of the piano and practice and then run back outside. And <laughs> sometimes I would just do that back and forth, depending on what day it was, if it was after school or if it was a weekend, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, then, you know, that, that, that timing used to be different. And since I was living on the East Coast, depending on if it was dark or light, I may uh, may have to stay inside longer or early, come inside earlier because it couldn't be out, after, you know, after dark. Right. But um, but I, I remember it was such a beautiful thing, and I remember when I was eight years old and when I was ten years old, I came to my mom both times, separate times. I came to her and I said, "Mom, mom, I'm hearing this song in my head, and I don't know where it's from, but I know it's from somewhere, <sighs> but I can't figure out." Of course, I was listening to a lot of classical music, so I knew it wasn't one of those pieces. <laughs> uh-huh. And I was playing those pieces as well with my teacher, Eileen Lewis Mavis, who was an amazing, amazing instructor. I love her so much. And, and um, she gave me so much. And constant, it, she was just it was super kind and gracious. Uh-huh. I remember sitting down to play this song for her, and she started to cry. Both really? times she actually started to cry, even though it was two years apart. Because, yeah, I used... She, she stopped playing piano just before, like when I was born. So, this but she was f- playing all while I was, 
I was like she was carrying me. Really? Yeah, it's such a crazy story. It's so amazing. And the first song I called The Gift. And it was three different pieces that she used to play. <laughs> that she would tell me after after I was done playing it, she was she was just crying. She's like, "Oh wow!" She goes, "I stopped playing that when you were born because I was frustrated with my fingering because it didn't sound the way I wanted to." Uh-huh. But she said that I was playing it the way she heard it and felt it. And the same thing happened again, like I said, two years later when I was ten years old. And um, it was it's just incredible. Our house is full of music all the time. My dad. And my mom, they love gospel music. And my dad and mom also love the old, like Sam Cooke and the Solster, Temptation. Uh-huh. Uh, it, it just, it, so it's like all this whole stuff. Plus, my mom and my dad grew up in the Philadelphia area. They were the younger of the crew who grew up with people like Patti LaBelle mm. and all these other great Motown artists. Right. My mom was a fashion designer. And so it was interesting. And um, so she was always involved with, other artists for different things um, coming through, and uh, it's just a, it's a crazy story. And the, how my parents met, how how they you know got together, later had had us, and like I said, I have two younger sisters, Carrie, who we're fourteen months apart, Kimberly, we're about seven years apart. So it like I said, music was always in the house. Um, they always were encouraging us to do you know the things that you know that that we should do for ourselves. It was always beautiful. It was always beautiful. Yeah, that sounds like a a great mix um, of just sort of letting it be and letting it it come out and saying, and offering you opportunities. Mm -hmm. Like I know kids that that have done sports and like, hey, well, let's try all these kind of sports and and we'll see which one kind of lands for you. It sounds like it was your your position and your parents are supporting you and saying, here's some music, you want to play it? And we're we're doing music um, so they were active um, in the church, too, and were you, um, like you see, were singing gospel music also at the same time? Yes. Okay. Our, our parents were incredibly active in the church and the community. That's how we grew up, so that's what we were familiar with. Um, and I remember <laughs> growing up, my, my parents were also pastors. So we were PKs, they call them preacher's kids. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. so it, it was such an interesting thing. And they were always like, I I laugh at it now, but they would always sit down and say, say to us, okay, so at right now you're 12 years old. And at 12, in general, this is usually how children your age act, the boys and girls. You have a choice to either act like that or not. <laughs> they would have that, you know, they would always sit, sit us down to say, hey, you have the choice to do what you're going to do or what you want to do and what you don't want to do. Make the right choice. Yeah, so it, you know that was that was always present, and they would always you know pray with us and keep us in prayer. They were constantly, you know, just with us in that as well. And I'm like I said, I'm super grateful for that and for them. And I know that it has had a lot to do, more than just a lot, but so much to do with the opportunities I've received and was able to to actually take or to do, and then also how. I've been able to, you know, continue to keep integrity wherever I am, you know, based yeah. off of the Absolutely. instruction they gave. Oh, that's yeah. so inspiring. And, and, you know, it's a lesson for, for families around is, you know, uh, just kind of support your kids in every way you can and, and, and let them, let them explore life and, and, and see what comes yeah. out. And uh, it's definitely, yeah. Seems to be a magic <laughs> I remember sense. at 12, I, 
Yes, yes, absolutely. I remember at 12 years old, I was like playing classical music and I decided um, um, my mom wanted me to rather to play some gospel music. That's actually when I started playing gospel music. I used to sing it all growing up. Mm-hmm. And I remember that I felt like, I can't do this. This is different. It's, you know, my fingers. And she's like, look, it can. And she just, they, they really encouraged me along with my, my sisters as well to be able to do whatever we put our hearts to do or set out to do. Even if it's something that was new for us that didn't feel like we had it completely together in that moment, they were always encouraging us to go for it. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. I love it when I hear that. Um, either a teacher encourages a student or a parent encourages a child or a coach or whatever. It's We, we, <laughs> we seem to need that as, as humans. Um, and, and I'm so yeah. glad that you had that because we get you, you know, as a professional singer now through all of that. Um, so yeah. Pre today, still. Um, this is when you're a little bit older, but I, uh-huh. I, I know that you you went through American Idol, and I'd love to kind of yes, hear, I did. Yeah, I'd love to hear <laughs> that story because everyone's is different. Every experience is different, it seems. And um, mm-hmm. and so, how was it for you? What did what did you take away from it? And and would you recommend it to for other people to try that kind of stuff? <laughs> wow, American Idol, American Idol season four. Oh. I remember that with Carrie Underwood. I remember there were over a hundred thousand contestants, Ooh. and yeah, and I made it to the top forty-four, which is crazy. Congratulations! Yeah, it, it was nuts. I say all that because thank you very much. Like I said, I say all that because man, I actually went to Cleveland, Ohio, to audition the first time, same year. That was the very first place they had auditions, and I didn't make it past the first round. But a one of the judges. Motion to me, motion to me that I should come forward, even though they said no. <laughs> it tells me I have a great. Says you really do have a great voice, and I was mad because I was thinking, yeah, but it's not getting me into the competition. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> but uh, but I also had learned from you know from being in theater and, uh, and other things that they always told you when a when a when a judge or someone who's involved like that tells you something it's for you to hold on to and know that you should keep going. Don't stop here. So I had decided that I wasn't going to try out again, but they hit up the age 28 and that was the only chance I was going to get. I had a friend, Carl Dorsey, who was like, you really should go. You never know what could happen. Maybe this is your one of your moments. <laughs> my sisters and my family were all encouraging me. So I decided two weeks later to go to Washington, D.C. Uh-huh. And I made it through the round and got sent to Hollywood. It was crazy. I used to be so scared to sing in front of people, even though I did, and I was very shy growing up. I can't even and believe that. I can't even believe it's that. Kinda yeah, it's kind of wild. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of wild. But um, but I was like, I had decided at 15 I wanted to do this professionally, but I was, you know, I just got, I don't know what happened. I just got terrified all of a sudden somewhere in between, and uh, and I would just, I would shake uncontrollably or all kinds of stuff, craziness would happen, and I was like, man, I got to get rid of this somehow. And I was super afraid to perform in front of famous people. And because of my parents and the way they grew up and the things that they were around, there's always famous people around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, geez, oh. there's no, but I was okay as long as I didn't have to sing too much in front of them. But, um, you know, talking was a little bit easier, mm-hmm. but singing i was like man everybody's got their eyes on you eyeballs everywhere (laughs) so i remember being in the competition i was short of breath i was nervous i uh, when i was with randy paula and simon 
And I remember thinking, man, I wish this whole competition was just so fast because first we go audition on the field, then we come to the producers round for the audition, and then we had to wait several days. And I love to tell the story about this part because me and my sister, Carrie, we went to the CC together and man, we didn't know we were going to have to stay there because that was part of the rules as we were going along. They'd say, okay, now you have to stay. And we didn't have enough money because we didn't know to stay at the hotels or stay in the area. And we were already like several hours away from home. And all these other contestants like Curtis Parks and he was part of that year, American Idol, they got together and I, it fills my heart with so much thankfulness and gratefulness. They got together because we had made friends with them in those moments and paid for us to stay at the hotel oh, for the next three goodness. days. That is so sweet. So, craziness. We were flipping out. We were oh. crying. We couldn't believe it. They're like, can we believe in you? And so, yeah, like I said, so audition, it was, it was, <laughs> I say, I say American Idol was the most horrible, exciting, <laughs> awful, awful and exhilarating experience of my life. A range of emotions. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Sixteen hour days. But uh but I made it and I remember after I was done the audition, Joe from nineteen entertainment with Fremantle <laughs> Media said, So how did you feel? And I was like, Oh, I felt awful in the beginning. I'm so glad I made it through, but I had to fight for it. I didn't sing that well, but I fought for it and they sent me. He said, Okay, great. And then he turns around and he tells me if you, I can't even repeat all the words he said, but. What? Oh, was he cursing? <laughs> oh, yeah, big time. Oh. He was so, yes, he was. He said, what the, what oh, no, 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 was that? If you ever do anything like that again, I, we will kick you off of this show. You will be terminated. He said, and then, yeah, it was crazy. He goes, you're too talented. You're too good. Uh. And he started going through all these things. He said, you're too, mu- too much to do that. That's not who you are. And and I said I was so nervous, and then then I was scared. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh! <laughs> but um, and then I, and he said, "Now I'm going to tell you what to do." And he gave me a very short list of three to five things to do the next two months before I came back to Hollywood to get myself together. And I I took those things, and I did exactly what he said every time that he said, you know, the way he said to do it. And I kid you not, when I got back to California, when I got to, or got to California, I remember I got through the first two songs, and I remember Simon said to me, now that's the way to win a competition. Ah, <laughs> oh, so you're like a changed but artist there. Completely. It, oh. it absolutely turned me completely around. And I remember our parents, when we were younger, they're like, whenever you want to make a change, Ian, you turn, you make a, make a, it's a 180, and you run in the opposite direction don't do the slow turn or try to do a full turn no 180 and run and that's what i did and i had i mean i i mean i'm so grateful for all the things that if you will that i've accomplished but there is not one thing in my life that i have accomplished alone Mm. everything has been because someone had either provided something for me given something to me gave me the tools to so that I could do it. And I, I, I mean, I, because I'm very grateful for that, I always want to see that happen with and for other people. So yeah, I was changed after that. 
the nerves were done. Uh-huh. I, I could I could do it anywhere. I wasn't scared anymore. It helped my speaking. It helped my performances. It helped everything. And I'm forever grateful. I, I mean, how could I not be? <laughs> Isn't that fascinating how you had it within you the whole time and someone just had to point it out, point it out in a certain way and you're like, oh, okay, it, I'll do it this way. <laughs> so, so interesting. It's crazy and amazing. That yeah. Is, that is and, um, fascinating. I'm so grateful. I, I mean, that's just wild to me. All of those wild. I always say that my life is full of those too good to be true moments. <laughs> they actually happened to me and I'm like, what in the world? <laughs> yeah. The, but, def- the definition of being blessed and having blessed moments. Absolutely. 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 Well, that is so inspiring. I can't, and I just to have the fellow contestants who are, you know, from a fan perspective, I'm like, well, it must be cutthroat. It must be, they're like, <laughs> you know, checking in on each other. Oh, they're practicing a lot. I better practice a lot. That kind of thing. But it, uh, it's yeah. You know, I talked to Sasha. Her daughter was on the program just a little while ago, and she was yeah. telling the same thing. She had the camaraderie. It's like a yeah. like a fraternity almost. You get you become brothers and sisters. So you really do. I love and that. that's what happened. Why those people paid for my way to pay for our way to be at the place because there was that bond there. You know, and that bond is there today. I'm so so grateful. Fantastic. Thank you, that is so nice. Well. um, I know it was probably not by chance that you got connected with Camila and I'm just dying to hear the, how this happened because, um, it's, it, it seems like it had the makings of a really great story too. And, uh, I hope yeah. I'm right, <laughs> but yeah. how did that all happen? Wow. Joining with Camila was one of, it was a dream come true. That was crazy. It was 2013. Um, that, uh, well, it was, yeah, yeah. 2013. Okay. Um, <laughs> I got this call from these really good friends of mine, Pablo and Paulina Aguirre. Now, they work with Marco Antonio Feliz. They work with everybody in the industry. They had already, I'd been working with them since like 2009. Mm-hmm. It was really nuts how that all even, how that even started to happen. And that was because of another friend of mine, Deborah Arnott, who had a, an act, an agent for acting and met, met, they all met each other. And it was just nuts how all these things came together and how my name came up. So I get this call from Pablo Aguirre, mm-hmm. and he says, yeah, I, there's this group, and they're looking for background vocalists. Now, I've gotten a call before to come do stuff with them, so I thought, okay, well, what is it? And that's what I said. And he says, it's Camila. <laughs> oh, your, your, jaw, like, your jaw dropped on the floor. <laughs> Let me pick it up real quick. I was, uh, man, I, I, told, I said to him, I said, Pablo, I said it five times. This, this is this is not funny. If this is a joke, <laughs> this is not a funny joke. Please don't play with me. Yeah, no I said kidding. it five times, and each oh. time he told me it's not a joke. I it's for real. It's not a joke. He says Mario wants to know if he can talk with you. I w- I'm calling to know if I can give him your number <laughs> to do that. Oh, let me think about <laughs> it for two seconds. <laughs> yeah, I was flipping out. Um, I was, you know, I was, I was beside myself, I bet. and um, yeah. I said yes. Had a conversation with Mario. It lasted about forty-five minutes. Towards the oh. end of that conversation, Mario says, "I think you're the one, Ian, but I want you to come out to Los Angeles to audition, just to be sure." Now, at the time, I was a, an adjunct professor at Penn State University teaching a course on music that I created. That thank God was accredited. I'm telling you, that's another <laughs> one of those too good to be true moments of how that happened. And how and, is your Spanish at that moment? <laughs> 
<laughs> it was not too good. <laughs> yeah. I was like, no, it wasn't so good. And I was also teaching at our elementary school. And so I happened to be teaching these fifth graders at the same school where I had attended for a period of time while oh, I was in okay. fifth grade. Gotcha. Just wild. Most of the kids there spoke Spanish. Okay. And they all knew who Camila was. Yeah. When I told them that I hadn't auditioned, but I needed some help with my Spanish, Your fifth graders they helped flipped you. out and they helped me. Oh, my yes, goodness. Yes, they did. Wow. Crazy, right? Yeah. So I I took some time, you know, I got I made sure I got our lessons plans, lesson plans, to, you know, done. Mm -hmm. I finished all that stuff. I got their homework you know, so they could do what they needed to do. But then, then I did a little bit of homework myself. You know, I practiced and they would tell me where I needed to fix stuff with my addiction or what I'm saying or what I wasn't saying for that matter <laughs> but but I remember um, that was such a beautiful time and I only had four days between teaching at the university and teaching at the school to go to Los Angeles and Mario said that was okay I would get to I get to Los Angeles and I auditioned on the it was Saturday April 20th 2013 oh, you <laughs> I do, I do. And I, I auditioned, I sang, I played the piano. And Mario says to my friend Paulina, who I had said, she's got to be there for this audition. I know I'm not supposed to have anybody, but I need her there. <laughs> you need a wingman, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't, I didn't really know. I, they, were, they were already friends, so it was all good. Oh, okay. okay I, <laughs> which is cool, but I didn't, I didn't know that. Because right. I, I was just thought it was an audition. And um, he's like, sure, sure, it's okay, she can be here. So at the end of it, he turns to her, Paulina, he's it. Oh, this is it. wow. Uh, he said, close down the audition because she was the contractor for the, for the voices. And he said, she said, this is it. And he said to me, calma. he said, we need it on the road. We need it when we're here. We need it when we're there. And I was like, wow. And I remember it, it, it really brought me back to my parents because, yeah, I, you know, I was skilled to do what I was doing because of the practice that I had throughout the years and continue to do so with piano and voice. But one of the things that he also was looking for was my character. Mm. And my parents used to teach, our parents used to always tell us that that was also just as important. <laughs> and um, and I, I just, I remember Pablo Hurtado, he was there as well. And it was great. And then I told him, Hey guys, you know, I'm so glad you said yes. I'm so glad. And they're like, well, well, we, yeah, why? I said, well, today's my birthday. <laughs> it was your birthday that day? <laughs> it, was my, it was my birthday. Oh, what a birthday, birthday present. Oh my goodness. Yes, it was. So it kind of came <laughs> full so circle at that moment. I'm thinking about this. So your parents raised you with character and they, and they taught you lessons and they taught you how to be a good person. And then you go to this audition and of course you have a great voice, but they have other great voices around them and lined up. And so the kind of the equalizer and slash putting you over the top was you as a person. So they made that I, connection, right? That is, that's, that is exactly how that is and wild as it is huh. that. Yeah. Yeah. Because they had auditioned so many people and I, I mean, that I would get a call. I'm on the East coast at the time. They're on the West Coast that I would get a call from a friend to come out and, and then they say, okay, we think it, we think this is it, but let's, tr let's make sure. And they get there and it's like, yeah, yeah, it's wild. 
that's yeah. like wild. I think that's a testament so wild. to you know to to you as a person and, and the person that you put out there and and it's inspiring to others like you know everyone who's listening please be your best self because you just never know yeah. what things will come your way if you just give of yourself and you're genuine and uh, and that's yeah. that's the way this went down I think that's and I'm so, so happy it did go down like that because then I could go back to my students and they flipped out. They were rolling oh, on the floor. Like, oh my goodness. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they yeah. Were part it was of crazy. It. Yes, yeah, they were. They were part and of that to this story. day, I see some of those students and they're always like, I remember you, Mr. Ion. Yeah, I remember when we helped you do yourself. I was like, Yeah, you did, for real. <laughs> yeah, and they were and and they really I mean the the truth of it is, again, like I said, everything that I've ever accomplished and have done has had has been has been helped, mm-hmm. has been assisted, you know? Um, I do believe, you know, that there's, you know, I know there's some people that say they're self-made and all, and, um, and I understand that. Um, and, I, and, 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 I, and I acknowledge that, and I say that, hey, great <laughs> job. But <laughs> I know for me, it's always been something else that's been connected that pushed me in, mm-hmm. in that space that allowed me to do and to be that that I am. And I'm so honored oh, and every time. Yeah, that begs the question because I hear it sometimes. It's like going into the um, to the uncomfortable to to see what happens. And clearly, your nerves must have been, even though you'd had that great inspiration <laughs> and that and that talk too from American Idol. This was like a whole oh, yeah. other experience. You're going to be singing in a language, you know, in a different language in Spanish. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah. you're, you, you know, you've flown out there, all those elements. Um, but you were able to kind of conquer that that fear and and go through it. And mm-hmm. do, you, do you believe in that? Do you believe instead of like playing it safe all the time, it's important as a human to go and and challenge yourself in different ways? Absolutely, challenge is always good. Uh, I, I believe in it. Yeah, I believe in. I remember, even with American Idol, yeah, like you said, that connection. That one of the things that I had always been taught to do, and that I would do, is if you're if you're really fearful of something, grab it, mm-hmm. go for it. You know, mm-hmm. um, you know, and and go ahead and if it's you know, go ahead and take that risk. You know, do it, because um, you'll be surprised. You know, I remember that a friend of mine was talking about how when we get fearful or when, we, when there's that, when that fear is there, how something happens internally for our pupils, they dilate and it, they, it makes, and we get into a place where we can assess the situation where our bodies are designed to handle situations. Like when I say handle, our bodies are designed to solve situations and or problems or things that are going on and i never forgot that and um my parents were big on that so yeah so that was one of them and i I was like you know what i'm here i'm in los angeles even if this is the last time i'm here for something like this (laughs) i'm gonna i'm gonna enjoy this (laughs) yeah i I bet you did too because it's it's an experience right it's kind of a thrill yeah and i had determined that you know i'm gonna allow myself to be happy for the moment and stay hopeful and enjoy what's happening at that moment. And I'm so glad. <laughs> like they said, yes. Absolutely. And so uh, now walk us through kind of some of the things that you've done with them um, 
since then, I'd love to talk about the the Cuatro Latidos tour at some point. Uh, oh, I have a big yeah. question about that one. But if you may be able to talk about some of the records um, or some of the um, yeah. the vocals that you've done to contribute um, and how experiences have been with working with the band and just anything oh that comes to mind. Absolute dream come true. Uh-huh. I remember it's like we're all over the world, Japan, mm-hmm. Canada, the Caribbean, Spain, Tenerife. I'm like, places I'd never seen before, cultures I'd not ever experienced before. It was so amazing to be able to, it's been so amazing to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. And it was so amazing. I remember in, in the beginning, I was like, I can't believe I'm here. <laughs> but I'm <laughs> here. Yourself, I'm, yeah. little, I'm seriously here. This is happening. I'm in the middle of it. <laughs> it's all around me. And I remember, I remember when the Cuatro Latidos tour came along and when I walked into the room and saw Leonel and Noel, Noel, I was, I was just dumbfounded, happy, and just like in amazement because I had first learned of Sin Bandera in the, in the nineties when they performed on television with Brian McKnight. I grew oh, up listening yeah. to Brian McKnight. Uh-huh. Yeah. Interesting. So that was my introduction to them. And then from then on, I knew who they were. I, I, I'm a, how in the world, <laughs> how in the world would my life end up that I would be with them? And, and singing on stage man, with them and singing their songs too. Good Lord. Wow. I, I was like, and then, you know, and different things that would happen. Like, okay, you know, I'm actually singing background vocals. And, and then, then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, can you play the piano for this part? We need you here. And I'm like, this is wild. Okay, I can't, I'll do that. I can't. Give, me, give me a second like, to learn it. <laughs> I'm like, it's so wild. And um, it's and and I love that the guys on um, Bandera, Camila, they're like, uh, they're like not. I don't. I. It's hard for me to say they're like a family because they're family. Oh, that's so nice. And it's so difficult for me to be say, "Oh yeah, we're like a fa-. nah." I know what like a family is, and we're not like that. <laughs> we're a family. <laughs> so I remember thinking, I'm so glad to know that these people are their humanness, mm-hmm. their their humanness. It's in their in the way they are, outshines their talent. I was just like, okay, this is just wild. And they're the band members, same thing, ridiculous, incredible, talented. Now they say out there was that's such an old term, but <laughs> yeah. they, you know, with such incredible talent, and 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 beautiful humans. Ah. That is that is so refreshing to hear because um, you know we don't get any of that except for what's on social media and the, and the social media is like yeah we've got this new song or whatever and they're great uh-huh. posts but we, it's hard to get to know behind who it is and I, I yeah. really appreciate hearing that because you and me having this conversation I, I get to know you and I learn about you but it, it's hard to you know connect with with everyone else and so that's yeah. that's awesome and that's kind of a a gravitating force for you guys. And, and it seems like you're a perfect yeah. fit. Thank you. Yeah. They're, they're the bomb. As they say. They're the they're bomb. Just, they're, they're just it. I was like, wow. And I'm telling you, I mean, I'm still, I, it's still dumbfounding to me because it's like, wow. Okay. This is life. 
this is my life and it's real and i'm and i will and i will continue to be grateful like i said absolutely you know and well, I know you've been afforded lots of opportunities, and the and the food's probably been amazing. But there's one Absolutely. moment I stumbled across <laughs> this, and um, I had no idea. But um, take me to if you can remember. I know you remember the moment, but take me to a Cuatro yeah. Latidos tour. The music is done, <laughs> and this might have been at the yep. Olympic show or whatever. And you've done some prearranging here, but. You, yeah, you brought Perla up on stage, and at that time, she was yeah. not your wife. What happened? That's correct. <laughs> yeah, such an incredible day. Oh, we were in New York. New York. It was so awesome. I mean, I have, I have a lot. I, I was so, I'm so glad. I'm so thankful that they allowed me to do that. Perla, one of her favorite groups. Before I knew her, and before I knew anything or she knew anything about me is Camila with Camila. So mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I found that out. And, um, and then it's a whole big thing how she found out that I was a part of the group and all that kind of <laughs> stuff. But, um, this opportunity came and I said, I came to the guys and I said, my Pablo, I would love to do this. If it's okay with you, but I don't know. I have to ask you first. And they're <laughs> like, we, we love it. We love it. And so they, I remember they got it, they documented the whole thing, the entire thing, like behind mm-hmm. the scenes and everything is so crazy. <laughs> and I remember like, oh my God. And then um, the time came, family was there, we were on stage and it was almost the end of the concert. That's right, with Cuatro Latidos. And just before the song, Solo Para Ti, oh. I... Um, had I remember the team is incredible. Even the behind the scenes, even the team like the the the, the promotion team, promotional team, they're incredible. Uh-huh. With Universal Aguirre, oh, they're just nuts. Incredible. That's nice. So they had set it up so that way they could come get her, get her on stage and everything. And yeah, in front of all those people, proposed to her, and of course she said yes. <laughs> that's where we are now. Phew, that's where but, we are now. But it was such a wild, beautiful moment. It was amazing. And and to this day, uh, because it was on the East Coast, and that's where we're from, I see some people now that I'm friends with. They're like, we were at that concert. (laughs) We were sitting. And they're like, we were row 15, eh? (laughs) That's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. It was cool for all all of us, but especially me. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's it's so appealing and, and really fun to get behind a good love story. And that's what that is. And so I yeah. can imagine the guys in the band and like you said, the production team and everyone just like, oh, this is going to be so fun to see. And so um, what a what an exciting environment. I'm so glad everybody said yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Well, that is awesome. So um, I know you're involved with them still and you've got all these projects all over the place. So could we do like a little walk through some of your uh, music? And again, um, we're, yeah. we're featuring the, it's really the, like the world release of everything about yes, you because it it's, it's today. And um, of course, yes. at the end of the podcast, the entire song will be featured. I've just put a big, you know, a little snippet at the very beginning, a teaser, so to speak. So for yeah, those awesome. of you, please listen to the end and listen to the full song and then go to Spotify and and Apple Music and stream it and stream it and stream it. Yeah, and, um, everywhere worldwide. <laughs> worldwide. Yeah. 
But um, yeah, yeah, walk us through some of your other music and, and other um, uh, special songs that you've got. Um, anything that comes to mind, Je T'aime would be one that I might yeah. mention. Um, just uh, mm-hmm. I, I love hearing the stories behind songs, and I think everyone does too, um, maybe how they were recorded, whatever comes mm-hmm. to mind that's like special songs for you. Oh, oh my gosh, yeah, <laughs> Je T'aime. Oh, that was song was, like I said, I was just desperate and I was thinking, how am I going to get reached this woman? Because she doesn't <laughs> even know me and I'm living in another city. Oh. I was just, just, I was just, I was just having just too many moments. And there's one day I heard in the air. And I was like, man, this is so beautiful. Oh. And I just kept singing it until finally I said, I got to stop what I'm doing. I was pressing my clothes because I had a performance to get to and um, to get ready for. And I was like, I have to stop and record this. So I stopped and laid down a little bit and came back and finished the rest of it the next day. And um, man, I, I was just, I was, like I said, I was just all filled with this wonderful love. And I'm thinking, man, I got to tell this. I have to tell her because I can't live like this. <laughs> I can't live without her. So that's how that song was birthed, and that was in March of 2018. Okay. Uh, Let Me Make You Smile was one that I had written in 2017 with um, thinking, like, I don't even know this girl to be even saying all these things, you know, in my music. And I was like, God, I was like, just write, just write, just go, let it flow, just flow. So I decided just, just let it flow, and that's how that song was birthed. It's um, <laughs> so interesting. Love is a beautiful thing. I wrote for her as a wedding present oh. for our wedding, and so I sang that for her at our wedding. Oh my gosh! You're <laughs> putting, was, you're putting yeah, all that... of us guys to shame here. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Uh, so then, um, and yeah, so and like of course, like you said, there's everything about you um, that's out today, and those are those those are four of the songs that have just been very close to my heart. With um, during that time frame, I have some other ones that will be releasing at another time. But those are the four. Like I said, everything about is out today. Looking at you is a song I wrote in between dealing with situations and people and just some things I was internal mm-hmm. trying to handle, trying to handle my internal and the stuff that was going on outside. And yeah. I was like, you know what? I've been spending too much time thinking about everything else and other people and what they're thinking, what they're saying. I just need to keep my eyes on God. Like, okay, so I need to be looking at you. You know, everything is clear when I remember that you're here with me, just walking with me through it, whatever it is, whatever I'm going through, whatever's happening, whatever other people are doing, let me just keep my eyes up, straight, forward, and keep moving. So that's where that one came out of. But yeah, I'm I'm one of those writers. I call them the vulnerable writers. Uh-huh. It's just, they're, they're always out there. Sometimes I write stuff and I'm like, do I really want to say that? Because uh-huh. that's what's happening right now. <laughs> no, I think that those are the greatest ones when you can go, oh, wait a minute. I feel that too. For those that really feel, right? Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. It's amazing. I, yeah. I and that. I know it's helpful for other people. And I, and that's, that's the point. That's why I'm doing what I'm doing. I, I love to you know, perform and sing. That's wonderful. But, if for me, if that's all that is, then I, I need to I need to regroup. Mm-hmm. And so, and sometimes I do. You know, sometimes I have to regroup and just get back into that frame of mind. Remember what you're doing and why you're doing it, because it's not just for you. Your voice is a gift, and you know for a fact 
client that your voice is a gift for the world. So share, continue to share. Yeah, that's a powerful lesson. That's what we do. Because, uh, you know, in, in anything, it's kind of tempting to go, oh, well, I'm, I'm doing really well and I'm having success. And so, and you kind of coast like that. But if you sit back and go, why, what, what's, what am I doing and why am I doing it? And, and, and go back into it with a fresh perspective and something else. <laughs> yeah. So I was listening always. to you talk about your, your song birthing is, is that generally how it is for you where in the moment, um, you've got to act on it. Or, or it's going to be lost or you just have like lots of notes somewhere and you come to, I'm going to do some songwriting today or is it a little bit of both? How, how does a typical um, love song come about for you and like the genesis of it? You know, I'm, I have to say that fortunately enough for me, if I have a, if a tune's on the inside, it's on the inside. Mm. And um, sometimes, I, like I said, I hear something in the air. Sometimes it'll be something that somebody said or maybe situations that I'm walking through or looking at somebody else's situations and looking through that. I have a song called The Best Days of Your Life. It was about a friend of mine who was diagnosed with cancer. Oh. And I couldn't tell her, I wasn't, I couldn't tell her if she was going to be with us or how long. But I did know that, you know, don't let another man's words keep you from living mm -hmm. the best days of your life no matter where you are. So those are, those are the kind of situations that happen with me. And, um, and it happens in all kinds of ways. And sometimes we get together with friends and we just write together and, you know, things come through that just from the interaction and the synergy mm -hmm. that's with us and in, in our spaces. So it is all different, but every time it's always something clearly it's inspired. And then the inspiration is always beautiful. But that's some of the process and, um, that I go through. Sometimes I do, you know, come to, sometimes I write just lyrics. Um, and sometimes sometimes I write lyrics, and I, sometimes what I call it is sometimes I write, write lyrics, and then the melody calls later. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to ask you, if it's always music kind of first and melody and then lyrics, but you're saying it, yeah. just, it just depends. Yeah, the majority of the time for me, it's usually it's music first um, and then lyrics, mm -hmm. but it happens all kinds of ways. So yeah. Would your advice for uh, young artists who are trying to do this just to kind of would you say be open to letting the process happen and 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 just not do, try to be too rigid on doing it a certain way unless it's working for them, but to explore all avenues. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and always some. It, you can also depend sometimes on who we're working with and who you know who we're connected with. You know, it, it, it each situation is unique, so it always always let it flow whatever it is let it flow if you find that you're in the groove and everybody's with the groove you know and that's how it's happening then great sometimes it just takes sometimes songs really do come out so out of intense thought you know an intense thought process you know really sit with this and think about it you know ponder it and 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 and, and birth, let the lyrics be birthed out of that mm -hmm. but that's life you know Sometimes there's some things that are just like, they kind of like they slip on just like a glove. And then other times it's like, no, you're going to have to work for this one. Um, but each, but each, each, each melody, each, you know, lyric is special. Always. Yeah. Always special. That's so cool. Yeah. It, I'm envious of that because I've, I've only done a little bit of like creative writing, but I've never done any like lyric songwriting before. And I would just wonder how it would go yeah. for me. Yeah, it's fun. 
it really is fun. And I would say, you know, if you have the, when you have the chance to do it, just say yes. Just say yes. <laughs> just go for <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, right? that's like exactly. Just say go for it. Exactly. Just do it. Just have it. It's so it's so liberating. It's so good. It's so uh, connecting. You know. Yeah, absolutely. So. Speaking of connecting, I wanted to bring this up because um, it could be. Um, it's it's something that I'm sure not many people know about, and it's a it's a super cool concept, and I want people to like. Uh, jump, yeah. jump in and, and appreciate it. So you've talked about apparently your wife and we know you're mm-hmm. a professional musician. Now there's a, there's a combination of you two working together where you have some love songs and she is selling scented candles and some other things. Yeah. Okay. Just <laughs> give us the, the lowdown on what that's all about, because this is truly a husband and wife, like collaborating and working together toward a common good. And it's just, it's amazingly inspiring yeah. to me. Yeah, yeah. With Carla, our collaboration is just beautiful. Um, she's beautiful, period. <laughs> and so I was like, man, you know, we had we had been talking, and I, I remember it. I remember when I met her. I could not see her because I was carrying clothes mm. into a hotel into a hotel for my sister, who is going to be clothing models later for the fashion show. Ah. And I remember I had to be there at a certain time. So it was Saturday, April 30th, 12.15. I'm coming to the door, and I can't see past these clothes. And I hear this voice say, hey, you want some help? I said, yeah, please. <laughs> my sister then, as, 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 as this person opens the door, my sister coming down the hall, I'll say, I see you met Perla. And I'm thinking, I didn't meet her yet. And then <laughs> if I lean over behind the <laughs> I mean, lean over behind the clothes, and my hair is all big at this time because mm. I had a lot of hair at that time <laughs> and I knew I looked like a troll doll it was one of those moments and I was just <laughs> oh, being <no>. silly <laughs> I was just being silly and I say hey and she just laughed at me and I fell in love I'll never forget that in that uh, moment just, that's the, in that moment mm. now I had to had a performance to go to later that night so I went to that performance came back to the hotel where she was doing had her perfume because she has her signature line and I uh, got to know a little bit more about her without her knowing uh-huh. How, I, how what was going on in my head because I was thinking man you don't know anything about this woman you better find out first <laughs> <laughs> right do your homework so exactly so that led to all of the other things that you know that transpired to our future and we had when we what when we married we had talked about you know how can we do some of the things that we do together mm-hmm. and then those are, have been beautiful conversations and we te- decided to team up together and we have what we call signature notes, signature notes, okay. because music and candles have similar language and it talks about composition, mm-hmm. top notes, middle notes, bottom notes, um, the fragrance and sense, sense how um, when, you, when, you, when you hear a song or when you smell a scent, how it can transport you from wherever you are into a place of a beautiful memory Mm. or maybe a place that you imagine of how something could be but it's always connected and it's just been amazing for us how we've been able to combine that together Uh, it's absolutely wild that it would even be the case so she has her candles and even um, we have the candles like for everything about you let me make you smile love is a beautiful thing and so there's a scent and then the song, the song of the scent that they're intertwined uh, with each other. 
And it's been such a beautiful process to do this. And it's something that we love anyway, and that we love that we get to do it together. And we've had such a great response from people mm-hmm. with it because because of what because of what songs and scents do. And so the nostalgia of it has been incredible. It's just been so beautiful for us to be able to do that. And so that's a little bit how that was birthed and how it came about. And, and uh, we're continuing in that, working together in those ways. And, and we'll continue to do so. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing that how it um it takes one sensory experience of a song and, and of course we paint things yeah. in our minds. We run the movie of the song while we're listening and mm-hmm. draw those pictures. And then you've added an additional Absolutely. sensory experience of the nose and running that through there. Uh, oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, of course this is being broadcast on on Valentine's Day, which is all the more appropriate, but um for those of you who yeah missed out on the perfect gift <laughs> we have just <laughs> let you in on the secret so how can they find this stuff <laughs> yeah well they can find it on all of our social media platforms if they're going to go to my wife hers is perla fragrances if you're going to go uh, for instagram mm-hmm. she also has her website which is www.carlalopezberet.com backslash store backslash and you can get um all of that information for her candles for her signature scent it's an amazing scent that she has uh that's na- again it's named after her and she's also on parla fragrances and beauty on facebook oh. for me you can go to link tr.ee backslash iron homes music and it'll list all of this, like the different songs that I have, albums. It has a couple of things I've done with Camila too. Um, yeah, it's been really cool. So that's also in there. And uh, <laughs> yeah. So I, I, your house probably smells <laughs> amazing. Amazing. <laughs> yes, the house is incredibly beautiful. It's oh so goodness. crazy. It's really cool. Yeah. It really smells nice. Uh, it smells nice and sounds good. <laughs> sounds nice. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Just play your songs. And, like, oh my goodness. Well, forever, uh, all over the place. I'll, I'll be over tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> Just a quick flight <laughs> up to Pennsylvania. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> so okay. cool. Well, um, as we close out here, um, do you have like a, I don't know, a crystal ball or a dream catcher or something like your a vision board? What do you, what are you hoping to do, wanting to do, thinking you might do on, you know, in the next few months down, down the line, um, some maybe big items or some small items? What's what's in your head? Yeah, well, one of the things that's in my head and it's been in my heart is I I miss teaching like I had been doing, and so I decided I was like, you know what, I want to do that and I want to expand and I want to help others do the same. So. I've begun that process of teaching again. So I do have classes available and I teach virtually as well. Oh, nice. If you're interested in that, they can, um, they can reach out to my Instagram on Ian Shelley Holmes. Um, I'm there, or you can go to my Facebook, Ian Holmes Music. Oh, what a but, cool um, opportunity. That's, that's great. Yeah, it's, it's been fun. I love teaching, obviously, because I, I've been doing it since such a young age. And, um, it's just some, it's beautiful to see people soar. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. It's beautiful to see people. It's beautiful to teach someone, if you will, to instruct and to learn from them while you're teaching, while they're learning, 
and then for them to take what they've learned and to go beyond anything that you could even imagine, obviously anything that they could imagine, but anything that you had thought even possible. It's such a beautiful process. And what, so, a, what a way I'm to doing give that back, now. right? You, you've been blessed and you've yeah. gotten those experiences and all that, and now you're able to kind of fill yeah. other people's I cups. Was, yes, I always tell my students and people that I become tangible evidence to you mm-hmm. that, yes, you can do it too. That's really my cool. presence is a, is a visual and a, in a solid form that you can do it too. So, oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. yeah, I hope that people come in, in throngs to, to see you and experience it. Because... Thank you. Yeah, and, and I have a lot of people, and Mario too, but I'm going to like try to encourage me, you should do more solo work. You should do this. And I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, <laughs> I'm finally... I've finally decided, you know what, let's do that. So I have some things in the works there and to do more stuff and to expand those, 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 I guess those spaces. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't, they're not really walls, but to expand those spaces and to enjoy the process along the way. Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> well, we're going to look forward to anything and everything that comes out. And uh, of course, please keep us in the loop. Um, your posts are, uh, just fantastic that you you're so full of energy right. and you and you're very informative about what's going on um and just but the one thing that strikes me right now i'm thinking about is like you're behind the scenes warm-ups when you're walking through the hallways prior to <laughs> yeah you know, doing the national anthem or whatever it that's actually super yeah. insightful because you know who knows knew that you guys would do that but you do you have to kind of warm up the vocal cords and get it get them ready mm-hmm. right so, yes, you do, and yeah. and sometimes that's the only time you have to do it. <laughs> you just gotta do what you gotta do. Gotta do what you gotta do. Very cool. Well, yeah. this has been a fabulous conversation. I've loved every second of it, and I hope everyone else has enjoyed it. Um, please look Thank up you. Ian on and his wife on socials and everywhere, and just connect with them. They're super people, and uh, I, I would love to have you back again anytime. So just uh, stay stay connected with me, and um, and we will we'll talk again sometime soon. Yeah, thank you, Jay. Thank you. Living in the limelight, this is awesome. I really greatly appreciate you just speaking to me and inviting me to be a part. Thanks. Absolutely, anytime. Love talking to you. All right, enjoy, enjoy your evening. Okay. You too. Be well. Okay. Be well. Bye. Bye bye. Thank you.